0: tuned in to another opinionated episode of The Second Opinion Podcast. Covering every topic in the world of gaming that we can think of. Gaming is our passion and podcasting is our profession. Celeb and Bolt's podcasting since 2011. The Second Opinion Podcast
1: starts now. Well, well, well. My boy, what's happening? Back again.
0: Yeah, we is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we is.
1: I really don't even know what to say right now. Man, it's been a it's been a long time, bro. It has it has been an extremely long time, Bolts. Since you and me have sat down and podcasted. It was right before I went to Fresh.
0: No, no, it was long before it Fresh. Was before that. Yep. Yeah. It's just our schedules conflict so damn much, man.
1: I don't even know what to say. I know it's like bliss. It's a new type of bliss. It is.
0: It truly is. Yeah. But we're back, man.
1: We're back. Episode three thirty-five of the Second Opinion Podcast. Chugging along. Is it is <laughs> it is. I got that premium gas, and it's just yeah. Is that what it that is. Chugging. That's what it is. Yeah. So. We are back for another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. It is your boy Celeb back again with my partner in crime,
0: Mr. Bolts. It's a little giddy over here, bro. I'm going to smile. Have, like, isn't, it, isn't it crazy? It like, is crazy, man.
1: It's
0: crazy, I'm man. I'm so
1: excited to be back doing the podcast uh, with my boy Bolts, um, as well as having this podcast here for you guys. Of course, things have been... Uh, somewhat crazy yeah you can you I mean, can
0: definitely put it on that bro
1: i don't know I, I tried to do this new thing of having like headphones and all this other stuff everything set up for us and it just didn't work out today
0: <laughs> all in due time all, all in due time
1: all in due time but with that being said we are back for another great episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, which is brought to you by Senatelinkscom and also brought to you by Popple. No, you don't <laughs> say, good old Popple. Good old Popple. Make sure to head on over to Popple.co. Use the code Second Opinion Pro. Save yourself 20%. So it has been some time since we've done the podcast. It has. Um, we and can't say that enough. <laughs> we really can't, honestly. But I, uh, I've got a new PC set up, which is, you know... Something that was definitely needed. Definitely needed. Four score, seven years ago. Listen, your little creature down here just gave me a little, <laughs> violated myself. I rolled over here and said, whoop, whoop, and a boo hoo. I was like, now, hey, now. I haven't been in the <laughs> office much, but things, um, I think I, I did an episode a couple of weeks ago. You did, you and, did. And uh, kind of talked about things of like how I haven't really been on the podcast and all this other stuff and um, things Things have been a little awry, of course. But with that said, I mean, you know, uh, I went to a new job and worked there for about four and a half months and then came back to this job. And now I'm, you know, the manager and, um, you know, I have a little bit easier accessibility to, like, scheduling.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> yes, you do.
1: Um, so I, I can actually get home at a normal time and, and so on and so forth. So things are... Things are definitely looking up, especially in the aspect of, like, content creation and podcasting and stuff. But I hit up Bolts the other day, and I was like, guess who got two mics working at once again? He was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we're back, and we have a pretty awesome episode to talk to you guys about. So definitely make sure, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, go back listen to some of the previous episodes of me and Bolts's uh, banter back and forth. Um... But I will say the times that I did like solo cast, it just felt weird. Like it, you know, <laughs> it it felt weird because second opinion has always been that type of podcast yes, to where yes, it's it like has. you have to have that second opinion, right? No, I one hundred percent, you know, and that's what me and me and uh, Skelly at first, whenever we started the podcast, it was like you know it wasn't just about you know second opinion. It was a fact of uh, or it just being a podcast. It was a fact of like. You know, I had my opinion mm-hmm. and he had his opinion yeah. and we'd never agreed on stuff ever, <laughs> but it was always giving that, you know, a skewed kind of view exactly. and different view and that going back and forth and that back and forth
0: different. And that's the reason
1: why you and me, you know, mesh so well on the podcast is yeah, that we, do. we don't always agree <laughs> on everything. So, um, but yeah. So you know what we would usually do is we we we'd get down to the the ends of it and talk about what what we've we been gaming and all this other stuff. Um, but you know me and Bolts both have had a good chunk of time recently to get back into doing some gaming. Um, I think uh, you've been doing some gaming on your yeah. Xbox
0: recently. I, I truly have. And um, here recently, you know, I get off I get off work at eleven. Um, In the afternoon and I pretty much have the entire day to myself cuz I don't have a second job anymore so um, I have truly dove back into into gaming as as much as I can and you know I've gone back and I've I've played games that I've I've set to the side like for instance I just um, finished completed all of Borderlands 3 all the downloadable content all that stuff
1: Um, how was that experience for you
0: um, the main story Kind of left me a little, a little for you know desire. Yeah, um, I liked the uh, the downloadable content that they brought. I really liked that, um, and uh, but the but the main story. <laughs> I'll say this also. Um, when I got back into it, um, of course I download redownloaded everything, and I went and played the downloadable content, and uh, that was a lot harder because. I was able to get stronger weapons and stuff like that for the main story. Yeah. And like I was a level 62 and through the he- rest of the main story, the highest level I faced was a 37. Oh man. So my weapons were just like, and I would just blow through. So people. was it just
1: like a little bit too easy at that point? Yes. But
0: yeah. the, but that's why I said the DLC was really great. You yeah. know, the way that the, the aspects they brought it and stuff like that, it was really, really great. Um, but overall, I mean, it was it's still fun. It was, it is what it is. It's a borderlands game. It's 2K. It's gearbox. It's 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 all of the above, and it was it was still fun. It was yeah, still fun. it's
1: always going to be a good game, that's good it. experience. What um, about
0: Tiny Tina? Have you played that? Um, that's the one reason why I wanted to be, uh, finish Borderlands three because I wasn't going to play Tiny Tina's. I know it's it's nothing connected to one or the other, but I wanted to finish Borderlands three before I played Tiny Tina's. Um, I'm going to wait a little bit because I so so much time into Borderlands that yeah. it was it was getting to that point. Where it was like, okay, I need need to, I need <laughs> it to be over. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so what I did is um I dove back into uh Jedi Fallen Order. No, oh, okay. Um, I'm playing that right now, so um, but that's where I'm at, man. Okay. So Uh well,
1: <laughs> you know me.
0: Yeah, A little bit of this, a little, little bit, bit of, of everything. A little bit of this, a
1: little bit of that. You know, um honestly, I uh it's been it's been weird since um since the last time that you and me really talked on the podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> um because it's like uh i've i've uh i've played so many games that honestly you and me really haven't had a chance to sit down and talk about we haven't we haven't.
0: um and and, and, and and of course like i said our schedules conflict so much it just
1: yeah well you know i've I played dying light 2 yeah stay human um and uh i love the game uh i do have to say Since they have done the updates that they have on Dying Light, Mm -hmm. you know, because they finally gave it that that sixty frame per second boost, um, I like dove back into that, and um, I'm you know I'm liking it. Um, But if I were to hmm, if I were to revisit Dying Light two now um I'd have to say the one thing that I did not put in my review: the game, the 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 world is almost too massive. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's almost too too
0: big. It, it it and see, I I quit. I got about halfway through Dying Light Two and had to and had to stop playing because I was putting so much time into it. It's just getting to that point where I was like, all right, so hopping. Yeah, I'm hopping buildings. I'm going here. I'm going yeah. there. Um there was one obstacle that I couldn't get through mm-hmm. and I know I can do it because I have all the, the attributes that I need. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I couldn't complete it. So I was getting frustrated. Yeah. But anyways, um. but yes, I can absolutely, I, I hear what you're saying. You're like, Oh, I got to go way over here now. Yeah, bro. And then when you, when you get to the map where you start using the the parachute and stuff like that, yeah. and then you have to traverse up the buildings. Listen, man, dude, listen, at sometimes I'm just <laughs> like, let me get up there. And okay. it
1: took so long to get to that point. Yes. Because you know, I was trying to do what what you would do um, with that game. But, you know, I was really lucky mm-hmm. with Dying Light 2 because I got the game really early. Yeah. Uh, like, really, really early. I think the game launched um, on the 5th. Or something like that, and I got it almost like two weeks. I to say it was like almost two weeks because you because you said, "Hey, guess what's coming? Guess what's coming? Yeah, yeah." So, um, so by the time, um, you know, by the time the 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 uh, the review was set and ready, of course, you know, and and that's the same thing with the other with Ghost uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, you oh, know, play that so bad. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo, I got it really early. Um and uh you know both of those games I dude I'm gonna tell you this like Ghostwire Tokyo is like a gorgeous game. Gorgeous and like the weird side quest. <laughs> like, you know, in Dying Light 2, there's all these side quests that you can play play around with and uh you know do these wacky missions, and that's the one good thing about Techland, you know, is that it's not always the same, but the one thing that I did feel that was repetitive since I have gone back and, and played it more was um what what felt different comparing Dying Light 2 to Dying Light 1. Dying Light 1, you know, yeah, you saw the same zombies and stuff like that, but of course this is years in the future and things have changed very much so. Um, but there were times in Dying Light 2 that, you know, you're kind of like you already knew what you're getting into. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even whenever you're doing the side quests and, and they were crazy and, uh, you know, wacky um, side quests, but in Ghostwire, like, man, I, it's it was just a visually stunning experience even with the side quests. There would be times that, like, there was this, uh, you know, uh, one little side quest that I did that, that this little girl... Um, a piano kept playing by itself and all this and come to find out the reason why she couldn't hear herself play is because this, you know, um, demonic presence was controlling her and you had to, you know, go and you had to like find out who was who in these pictures. And as you walk through this house on this other side quest, like things are visually changing in front of you, like constantly. And, um, it was a, it was a, um, It was a different experience, like every single time. um, Every single time you did a side quest, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it, it, and, um, but it was a massive game too. You know, I mean, it was like, it was a giant city. You know, Tokyo, and you, there was nobody there outside of paranormal presences. Mm. You know, so that's what was so different is that there was a lot of times that in Dying Light Two, you know, you're walking through this world and. You run up on, you know, people that are part of gangs and people that are part of this and that. Um, but in Ghostwire Tokyo, in that first-person experience, you know, like, no matter where you go, there's nobody. You know, the only people you see are people that are, you know, or beings right. that you have to take on or capture or, you know, rip their, you know, soul essence out <laughs> of. And um, But that is one, I mean, you know, they're two different games, Yeah, of course. They're two completely different games. But it is, it still cuts down to that perspective of like, you know, um, what, what, what games are we really, um, what, what games are we really getting here? Like both of them are big open world experiences and have, you know, a main story, side quests and all this other stuff, but they are two different experiences completely. But I, I soaked a lot of time in both those games, you know, Dying Light 2, of course, and, you know, Dying Light um uh, and uh, ghost ghost war tokyo uh but then outside of playing that you know i have gotten back into call of duty um we're not reviewing any type of call of duty products or anything like that on sidelines uh but you know just me personally i you know play warzone um i i i can't say that i'm not excited to play you know warzone with the monarch um, and Godzilla and King Kong and all that stuff in there. Yep. It's, it's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, yes. What I hear. Um, I'm, I'm excited to play that. Um, and, uh, kind of get into it, but I'm going to tell you one game, um, that I just started playing on PC and also playing on PS five is, um, vampire blood hunt, the free for all. Um, and I gotta say, man, I am pretty impressed. It is a really, really fun game, um, and it is—it's just a free-for-all game. You playing as a vampire, you taking other people on, and it's super different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy it. I can't say it's—it's not like the best game I've ever played, right, right, right. But it is fun to like randomly jump into that because you know I used to do that with Fortnite. Yeah, I would like. I'd be done with Call of Duty or Battlefield, and I'm like, oh, I'll get in a match of Fortnite and see where I can go with it. (laughs) Um, But this is, that's my new kind of like in and out, you know, free-for-all play. But the one game, before we get into talking about news and stuff, that I have really soaked my time up, and I'm sure you know what it is. Oh, yeah, 100%, bro. Fucking Lego Star Wars, man. This game, let me tell you something. This game is so good. I'm not even joking. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga is like by far one of the best Lego games that I have ever played. And I'm going to I'm going to go as far as saying it is one of the most enjoyable Star Wars experiences that you can get on the marketplace today. Well, I, I, I'm I'm happy like, that it is. I truly am. No question. You know, I mean, the comedy, yeah. the the little quips and stuff that they say every once in a while. Like, you know, for instance, um, when you when you get to the you know the um, rise of Skywalker right. episode, mm-hmm. and you you know you beat that game or whatever, you unlock Ben Solo. So, like, there's times that you'll go to, like, you know, you can go to the the galaxy level. And on that galaxy level, you can literally just, you know, travel planet to planet, doing all your extra side missions, unlocking more characters, doing whatever, finding hidden secrets. But, you know, I chose Ben Solo. And um, I was on Exegol trying to find, you know, some, some of the mini kits and all that stuff. And he was like, he said, um, I lifted something up with a force. And then the guy that, you know, of course, you know, his character voices. He comes out and he's like, well, let me pick this up for you. You know, I mean, it's the least I could do with the whole Kylo Ren thing. And uh, like there's comments like that that these characters make on a constant basis. Right. And it's so funny, dude. I mean, it's so funny. Like, for instance, on the on the Rise of Skywalker um, episode, and they're going through the whole movie cutscenes and all that. Right. And you know, when Ray is laying there, and she's like, you know, uh, "Be with me, be with me," and right, all the right. other voices of the Jedi's mm-hmm. come through. Like, you know, you hear Obi Wan Kenobi's like, "Rise, Ray. You know, be who you are." Right. And you hear Yoda. Yoda's like, um, uh, or you hear um, someone else. I think it was, you know, uh, Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Mace Windu's like, "You know, rise, Ray." And then it says Anakin Skywalker, and he was like sand i hate sand you know because like that's one thing that he said in one of the Uh episodes he says that he hates sand and then yoda's (laughs) like yes agree i do and then then Max windows like what this isn't the time for this (laughs) but then there's times too that like uh i you know you you're playing this episode um you're playing this episode and she uh padme is asking anakin hey did you have a did, you know did you have a bad dream last night or something and he was like yeah it was you know crazy or whatever and she was like was it like a desert was it just nothing but sand and he was like exactly it was a nightmare <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> they make those comments constantly in the right. game and it's so funny but just outside of that perspective like these small little moments in this in this game i'm serious there was for a Lego game there were so many times that these moments were happening on screen and i was getting goosebumps cuz i'm thinking about oh my god this is like right, this is right. when this happens no this absolutely happens. i could definitely understand that and it's so cool and bro like every aspect of it i mean you it doesn't just feel like a Lego game it actually feels like an action adventure it feels like an open world experience when you go to when you're traveling from world to world there are times that before you go down to the planet you have the ability of having like you know dog fights with like x-wings and tie fighters right, and right. it actually feels good you know and, and it was just it's, it's just a crazy crazy experience um but as a star wars fan if 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 you guys have not played this game yet i'm telling you this is definitely a game that not only you would enjoy but if you have kids it's it's the perfect game to to play with your kids. It, it is so fun. It's such a, a a great experience. So definitely make sure to check it out. You can go over to Centrelinks as well and check out J- uh, Jordan's review. Of course, Jordan being the Star Wars fan that he is, right? Being a Lego fan, you know, he gave it a five out of five, which I do agree with that. There's been a couple of little glitches here and there, like you know, there's times that you'll play as Rey or one of the Jedi's and. Uh, You'll throw their lightsaber and the lightsaber just goes straight up and is stuck, you know, and then you just got to go on from there Um, or little small things. But outside of that, I mean, there's there's so much exploration and so many side quests. There's so many little funny things like I found the Ark of the Covenant. The other day, like, I destroyed this block, and it was, like, it opened up, and it was the Ark of the Covenant, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) You know, but there's all kinds of really, really cool Easter eggs in this game. If you're a big nerd, big geek, definitely make sure to check it out. So, um, with that said, um, as you can tell, um, I have been doing a lot of gaming, um, but we got some great news topics to talk about. We got... um, one thing that I do want to say quickly um, that we did not put in, in the news topics that it just kind of popped on my head, E3 2022 has been canceled. Yes, 100%. So, you know, there will not be an E3 this year. Um, but it seems like a lot of, you know, we'll talk about the other publishers and stuff like that that are going to be doing some of the stuff. I'm sure you've already heard the news, but we want to save our um, you know, comments, of course, until we get to that point. But understood. One thing um, that we can't really save our comments for, um, and that I feel like me and Bolts, you know, my, I don't know, we may end up having to shovel some money out for this. Um, <laughs> but Mass Effect: Dark Horse have unveiled this fourteen-inch Reaper ship and it is a replica of the reaper ship 14 inches tall it's 299 dollars but i think there's only a thousand of them but let me tell you something this thing looks awesome i mean this thing looks like something that would be fantastic for anybody that is a really big collector the detail on it is unbelievable you can see on you know on this Reaper ship like it's it's you know crushed down into a city. There's all this really cool detail. Kind of gives you a a perspective and aspect of like how big this ship would actually be if it was in real life. Um, but yeah, man, I mean it, it's done by Gentle Giant Studios. 14 inches tall and 11 inches in diameter. So bolts, I mean what you gonna you know, do you gonna buy this <laughs> <laughs> no I've always
0: wanted to collect um, I'm a I'm a big big Master Fate guy I've always been um, e- even e- even the, the, the hated one andromeda um, there there are questions about that game but I still love playing it um, but yes this this little statue this little figure of, of, of sovereign which is uh, uh one of the first Reapers you, you come in contact with in the series uh it's just it it looks it looks stunning. It's it's 14 inches. It looks like and and next to this statue where um next to this sovereign where the legs come out, you got these little you got these giant ass buildings that that look small compared to this re- compared to sovereign. <laughs> um it's just the details look awesome. And yeah. and if if I was if I was a big Mass Effect figure vein collector, hands down would be one of the ones I would get. Oh yeah. W- without question um but i got but i actually got into collecting way too late and i'm <laughs> one of those people that if i'm going to click something i'm going to collect all that i can and but the the statue the figure the figurine sovereign looks amazing the detail and in in just the little land where it's where it's the 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 hands the claws come down it's uh it looks amazing man it really does and it brings back memories <laughs> you know especially the, <laughs> the beginning of uh Of uh, Mass Effect 3 I believe it's yeah it's Mass Effect 3 where you're trying to escape and stuff like that and and all of a sudden you see a a Reaper hit and you hear that and then it's just man it's just it's good time but the figurine looks amazing Dark Horse uh, gentle giants looks it did a fabulous job it just looks really really awesome
1: well you know there's only been so many like you know replicas Mm hmm um, for the Mass Effect series. Um, and, you know, there are third party replicas or, you know, things you can get off of ETSY or whatever, Etsy, whatever, whatever it's called. Um, but, you know, like one that I have always eyed and I'm like, I'm never going to shovel the money out for is the Mass Effect, like, um, Geth rifle uh, that yeah. Project know, Triforce did. I know what you're did. talking about. I know what you're talking about. Man. Yeah. I don't know how she does it, but, um, uh i can't even liana uh, liana oh um liana ropert uh good a good friend she has one of the largest mass effect collections i've ever seen i mean dude she's got like a uh commander shepherd statue that's like you know 14 inches right. tall himself I'm jealous yeah Completely dude jealous. i mean she but she has that geth replica gun and yeah. i'm like Ugh. I I love you and I hate you. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so, um, you know, if you are a big Mass Effect fan, uh, this is releasing, um, I think, January of 2023 or between November of this year and January of 2023. Um, But there's only a 1,000 of these. So if you get a chance to get it and you want it, you better get it quick. Um, (laughs) Get it, want it, want it, and get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, So speaking of Call of Duty, um, earlier uh, it has been announced that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has officially been confirmed. Activision Blizzard has announced that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is uh, the next title in the franchise. Um, Now, let me say this quickly. Um, Because we are talking about this news does not mean that me and Bolt support anything that has happened at Activision over these last... Uh, a certain amount of months. Um, now, the good thing is that Microsoft now owns yes, Activision one hundred percent, and um, hopefully, this is going to be not only a new era for Call of Duty, but a new era for um, for Activision uh, as a whole. So, it has put a really big stain on a lot of um, IPs and properties. Um, and I do have to say, um, I particularly as a big Activision, um, fan and supporter and stuff was very let down to hear all this crazy news. Um, you know, us at Senate decided to stand up and say that we weren't going to be covering any of those games. And since then, haven't heard anything back from Activision, you right. know? So I'm sure, uh, we got to the point of being one of the biggest, um, one of their biggest connections and hadn't heard nothing back. So, you know, but Sometimes you got to stand your ground on on what you believe in and, and what's, you right know, for what's, what's right for the most part. I do say that I do support the people that still work at Activision that are still um, that are um, active in making sure that you know this type of stuff doesn't happen. And also to the perspective of uh, the females that work at Activision, um, uh, you know, I'm sure this entire situation has been extremely hard for all of them. So. Um, but I do also say, um, that as a gamer, you know, I, you know, um, sometimes you got to put your, uh, put things that are right ahead of your excitement for things. So 100%. Um, I have been, as I said, I have been playing call duty. You know, I was, I thought it was real cool. They brought out Snoop Dogg as an operator and all this other stuff. And
0: listen, I play online all the time and every character it's right now Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I'm like, you guys have got to be kidding me. Yeah, I got it. It's weird. awesome, but it's... I got into
1: Warzone the other day, and it was like four Snoop Dogs on the yeah. plane. I was uh-huh. like, yeah, I was like, way to go. That's yeah. that's where you going to get snakes, your money. On plane,
0: snakes on a plane,
1: man. Snakes on a plane. Or no, no, no. It wasn't snakes on a plane. It was uh, Soul Plane. Soul Plane. <laughs> yeah. At first, you said snakes. I was snakes like, yeah. Plane. I was like, no, that was Samuel no, that no, 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 was Soul Plane. Soul Plane. God. Uh, but yeah, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is going to be the next Call of Duty for Activision. Um, and there is a possibility since Microsoft owns it, you never know, could be exclusive. (laughs) I don't think it will be. No, no, I I don't think it will be. There's,
0: there's games in this world that are too massive in my opinion, truly to making the exclusive. Yeah. Um, and this game is, is that game.
1: I I do a hundred percent agree with you. (laughs) Now bolts, um, do you want to talk about this next topic with the Dying Light 2 New Game Plus update? Um, actually, I, w-
0: I wouldn't mind talking about it, but I have yet to beat Dying Light 2. Okay, so, so I'll talk about it. Yeah, and so, I haven't played it in a while, so I don't...
1: Okay, so uh, in this New Game Plus mode update... Okay, first off, that was one thing that I w- was upset about, is that there wasn't a New Game Plus mode right out of the bat. You know? I got you. I got so, you. it is what it is. But um, the new update is... Um, I think is now available. Yes, uh, the new update is now available. Thirty new inhibitors, new platinum objectives for parkour challenges, updated uh, distribution of enemies, um, a new legendary weapon tier has been added. Gold encounters have been added. Enemy difficulty scales uh, with the play uh, scales with player levels, which is great. Which I think is a much needed because I
0: was even even where I'm at in it, and because I'm an explorer. And I go everywhere, and that's why it takes me so long to finish games. Um, but I was I was getting to the point where I would where I would go at nighttime to the encounters, and it'd just be done in a heartbeat. Oh, dude, yeah. no question. So.
1: Um, yeah, I would do the nighttime encounters, or I would go to. Uh, You know, go and get, like, uh, to the medical facilities and get inhibitors. And, you know, they're like, don't go in there if it's not nighttime because all these other ones are there. And I'm like, that's the challenge of it. It's like going in there with all these, you know, crazy-ass zombies. So I'd go in there, and it'd be two hits, or maybe one, and I'm dead. And I'm like, you got to be effing kidding me. So, um, but there's, listen, let me say it like this. There's a huge amount of updates. Oh, yes, there is. I mean, updates to the co-op system, which fixed you know connection stability, fixing issues with missing NPCs, which was something that definitely happened at, at the beginning of the launch. <laughs> I mean, it was a big thing. Um, all kinds of stuff like fixing AI jitters, um, fixing unnecessary skill requirements, updating the time of tutorial windows to thirty seconds during the co-op session. <laughs> which you would think that it would it would right. need that. Um content update. Uh uh mutated fact, infect, uh infected. New quest added something something big has been here, which includes uh, special uh elemental goon variants. That's cool. Which is pretty cool. cool. Uh gameplay updates, enemies with bows are less annoying. Uh, completed achievements are correctly awarded upon completion. This works for the achievements that were uh, that were obtained before this update as well, which is great. Uh, Fix bugs that causes howlers and screamers to become invulnerable.
0: <laughs> listen, listen, I ran into a situation like that, uh-huh. and they're just, just screaming and
1: howling, and I'm just a- whacking away, and <laughs> here comes some more. I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Especially <laughs> whenever whenever you're when you're down. Um, and you're trying to, cause you know, you get double XP or like, you know, you get XP yes. boost for doing all the stuff at night. Yes. So you end up running into a howler and then just out of coincidence, you turn around, there's three other howlers uh-huh. that all start going off. Yep. And, and then just out of nowhere, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Oh shit, yep. there's like yep. 50 of them. Uh, it's, it's, an, it's a horrible situation to be in. <laughs> uh, Fix the possibility of fast traveling between map regions after com- uh, completion. Uh, completing various quests. Um, all kinds of stuff. Quest updates. There's new bugs related. Wall climbing. The UI updates, which is fixed the uh, FOV slider for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, improved UI texture optimization. Um, uh, technical updates. Improved game stability. Server crash. All, I mean, a ton of stuff. So this is update 1.3.0. It is available to download now. I will say this. This is important. Aiden should no longer T-pose in the main menu. Oh, my God. We fixed yes. that. It happened so many times. <laughs> Honestly. Like, it really did. It's like... Uh-huh. I'm, like, looking out of my phone. I look up, and he's like... Arms, arms wide open. Spread eagle. shit Oh like my that. god! So, um, yeah. So, it it it's a really, really big update, and it definitely fixes a lot of stuff, and it adds a lot of cool new things to the game. But what's great about uh, Techland bolts is that we know. That no matter that these updates are coming out, we know that they're going to support this game probably for the next five to ten, f- f- I have
0: to say five to ten years,
1: <laughs> five probably the next like four years. Right,
0: and and it will. And if anybody played the original dying light, there was so much. Um, I mean, they, they brought out the game, they brought out DLC, and then they brought in a, an additional. Um, I forget the actually name of it, but 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 with those updates, like the updates they're bringing here, they brought to those and continued supporting it until dying light two was was pretty much. Um, a uh, uh,
1: I don't even know what the word I'm trying to look for. released.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and um,
1: so think about this: that, that game launched in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So almost ten or um, almost ten years ago. What I'm thinking it's 2025, yeah, right? But. Almost um, eight years ago? I was going to say, yeah. I I mean, whatever, seven years ago? I can't add. Who are you? Don't judge me. We're Texas. Um, (laughs) We're Texas. (laughs) Texas improved. We count hay bales. Yes. Um, So, yes, uh, seven years ago, Mm -hmm. six years ago, whatever. Six-year-old game, and they're still releasing content for it and updating it. They just updated Dying Light. Just not even a couple weeks ago with that 60 FPS update. Yes, it did. You know, but they have all kinds of DLC for that game, too. So, And if you haven't played Dying Light, you need to play that one as well. Just yeah, because it's great. And it's much faster frame right now. Yes. I have this weird thing that sometimes, like, if a game is 30 frames per second, and I try to go back and play it now, I can't play You're
0: it. spoiled. I am spoiled. Spoiled. I'm spoiled. I know. Hey, I've got actually. But it just it feels
1: so no, much,
0: and it, I understand that completely. See, I even gone back and um, I started playing these uh these two D side scrolling games. Yeah. A lot off like uh, Game Pass and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and um, I play this game called Dead Cell, uh huh, which that I play regularly, and you know it's an eight bit you know type of and, I freaking love it, man. But
1: I've man, I'm I, I'm I'm definitely spoiled. Yeah, because there's some games that I like re-downloaded mm-hmm. um, through my game library that I knew I could play on my PS5, and I re-downloaded them. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna play it. And I'm playing it for a little bit, and I'm like, man, it feels sluggish. What's going on? At, like Batman, um, um, Batman the Remastered Collection, right. you know, right. like It's remastered and shit, but it's like it's in 30 frames, and it doesn't feel as fast. And I'm like, what is going on? Why does it feel so slow? And I'm like, it doesn't have 60 frames. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. And honestly, I think it's this PC, too. Because, like, I've been playing some games on the... Like, right after I got this PC, Mm -hmm. I went on and I, like, started playing all these games that I had on my Steam library. Right, right. um, And games through Xbox Game Pass for PC. And, like, this... it, It does 144 frames per second. So, like... I can't go back to peasant life. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm a PC gamer now. now, right? Uh-huh.
0: The master race the has master evolved.
1: Race has changed. See, see,
0: I downloaded uh, Command and Conquer: Tiberian Wars the other day, mm-hmm. and it it's, it's a little sluggish because I mean, of course, it came in on the 360. But I absolutely understand what you're saying. Yeah, but.
1: like it, it's 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 hard. It's hard to go back to what once was what you know what? like how how did we play at 20 frames per second uh-huh. with constant crashes? No. yeah no um, I, I hear you <laughs> I honestly hear you. you know it, it is it is something that 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 you constantly think about when you start like um when you start noticing the big difference in that gameplay like how did i you know because it was something that you never thought about exactly what you think about it, if you really think about it it's like let's take, let's take watching tv
0: Okay. HD and regular. Yeah. Ain't no chance in hell you watching regular TV nope. no more.
1: Nope. <laughs> e- bro, listen. You know me. You know as big as a... Oh, wait a second. Hang on. What? Let me roll over here. I don't know if you saw this. The Kramer. Oh, I, I did you get him? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty I've been
1: trying to like you know build my pop collection up of like Seinfeld, uh-huh. and I, f- I found the Kramer on Amazon, and I was like I've got to get it. That's awesome. Dude. So it has Kramer in the front, and then it's got a you know frame picture of Kramer behind him, and it's in this big like. What's great is that it has like you can hang it on the wall. Yeah, dude. So I was like, I'm definitely hanging that on That's on the cool, wall. Bro. Yeah, I thought it was uh I thought it was a good addition, um, but anyway, so like. The reason why I thought about that is because, like, Seinfeld. Like, even with Seinfeld, I watch, like, Seinfeld on Netflix. It's Seinfeld is just, like, if if I'm just trying to relax and want to be cozy, um, sit on the couch, kind of scroll through my phone, Seinfeld is on. You know, Dara is the same exact way. I'll, I've come in before, and I'll walk inside the house. Seinfeld's on, you know. So, um, but it's, like... Re- remastered in HD. Right, right, You know, I can't go back and watch a tube TV. Uh-uh. You know what I'm no. saying? So no, sir, Bob. So um it is something that that is really weird because it's almost like I've I've been getting used to this PC screen, and my TV in there is a great TV. It's 4K, 2160p, and all this other stuff, 60 frames per second. But then I'm sitting here like being spoiled. You know, I'm like, man. There's some other stuff that we can really, you know, add to this, you know. There's a, uh, you know, I can I can move this TV maybe into me and Dara's bedroom or something mm-hmm. like that, and then get one of these other TVs that does like 120 frames per yeah. second, you know, and then because these consoles are getting to that point too. Yes, like, they are. You know, you're gonna have like true HDR, and and I see these commercials and stuff. So I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, just because I'm making all this money now, does not mean I need to be going out <laughs> and buying an eighty eighty like TJ sent me a, a picture the other day uh-huh. from Sam's Club, and it was an eighty inch TV that they had that has like you know uh, uh you know, unlocked frame rate and all this other stuff for like cheap, and I'm like uh uh-uh. uh, I can't do it, I can't, I just got this TV, Dara's gonna kill me, um, but. Anyways, that that is weird. It is that that we think about that because you know there has been so many times on the podcast before that you and me have have talked about like you know something being sixty frames per second and four K and all this and how we don't care about that. I don't care. That's the reason why I got the the Xbox Series S mm-hmm. so I can play Game Pass so I can enjoy you know a lot of the free games that they have or whatever. Um, but now that things are starting to feel like they're mattering more to me which it, is weird it man. is
0: it is and, st- and see i have a i have a series s as well yeah and um i have a i have a computer monitor it's a bin queue. um i run i run 1440p which mm-hmm. is which looks amazing by the way yeah um and and i run i run 16 sometimes 120 frames per second because yeah. of that yeah so i i understand completely man
1: yeah so it's it's been something that's been on my mind i'm sitting here thinking like You know, Xbox Series Xs are a lot more available now. You know, so I'm like, should I upgrade? Should I trade in my S and get an X? Like, so I can get, like, the true Xbox experience? Um, Or should I just, you know, have my Series S and just deal with it? Um, I don't know. It's it's never... It, it was never something I ever thought that I was and, gonna. And listen, it'll it'll matter to you whenever some of these exclusives start coming out for Xbox, and you're like, oh yeah, bro. No, listen. Whenever <laughs> whenever like they come out, whenever like but uh like some of these games that we're gonna talk about later start mm-hmm. coming out, and they're like, oh, it is exclusive, and it's like 4K, 120 frames the, per second, and all that. And I'm like, mm. the, the game that
0: I would trade my my SN for an X. Is Scorn, because I want to see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah. I want to see that in full-blown.
1: Speaking of games that we want to see, like, full-blown, you know, amazing, fantastic, and already, unbelievable... Um, already. Already. Um, ...that we have been waiting for and haven't heard of anything in quite some time, Skull and Bones. Skull mm. and Bones leaked technical test footage, shows off battle customization, exploration, and more. Um, So, this footage um is the uh technical test um for skull and bones so this is the thing we don't know exactly what is going on says last month ubisoft launched the skull and bones insider program which allows testers to play early versions of games uh, of the game uh in real conditions um the last time that this game was really like like everybody was talking about it was E three two thousand eighteen. Yes, it was. So uh, me and Matt, um, uh, Matt from Cynelinks, got to sit down and play this game, um, and I loved it. It was awesome. It was really great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You got to customize your ship, and uh, just like you know, in this video, you know, leak footage or whatever else that was put out and about, it was. Uh, it honestly was what you would want from like a multiplayer kind of battle royale pirate style game uh and that's that was one of the coolest things because i think there was like uh i think it was like eight versus eight Mm -hmm. um and we you know there was uh, i think we we had our little battles i had my own ship and i'm rolling across the sea and this dude like starts attacking me and somebody on my team sitting next to me hey this guy started attacking you and i'm like oh that piece of shit so like all of us go over there you know float over there and like you know sink a ship and then all of us turn on each other and it was honestly awesome and it was so so cool so the game itself um when that originally came about uh was set to release i think in tw- uh in 2019 tw- it was, t- it, was yeah. two- it was 2019 and it was coming and this
0: was coming around the same time to see a Thieves was coming out Exactly. So. yeah
1: yeah like uh, especially a lot more you know um, yeah. content and stuff so the um uh, it says right here uh this is from VG247 whether the test footage uh, was posted by someone uh on the insider program or not they don't really know but it says, initially announced as a cooperative multiplayer title with PvP um, and environmental factors, the game, which has since been rebooted, has uh, was slated to release in 2018 there you go. before being delayed until 2019. In May of that year, the game was once again delayed until 2020-2021 and now is expected to arrive sometime between now and March of 2023. So the game has been rebooted. So I don't know what they what they mean by in the perspective of like rebooted. I hope they didn't really change a lot of what I played because I had a lot of fun with, with what I what I played on the game. Um, I do have to say this, like you know, if it has the visual presentation that like Valhalla has, yeah. and all this other stuff, um, then I'm down, Hands no down, question. Man. But I will will tell you one more thing. Um, speaking of that. Um, if they want to launch it as like it, Ubisoft's own version of Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. then great. No, 100%. That would be awesome. Like a more realistic pirate style, uh, pirate style game. Absolutely. man. Um,
0: and, and, and even from the the videos, even from the small game trailer that they released back in the day, it's, it looked amazing.
1: Yeah. And it, it, and it was, it was fun whenever we played it. Uh, at E3 and um, I can only hope that this game launches and gets really good reviews and gets great DLC um, and support from Ubisoft. So um, now speaking of leaks, yet another leak has um, seeped onto the boat that is gaming news today. (laughs) It appears that some of the retro games for the PlayStation Plus premium service have leaked out so it says the game list so far uh, are tekken 2 uh, ridge racer 2 mr driller worms world party and worms armageddon since sony has yet to announce the library of the retro titles to be offered for this tier it is best to keep our expectations at a minimum now, with this PlayStation Plus Premium, it will include the benefits that you currently get with PlayStation Pro- Plus, as well as a library of 400 PS4 games and PS5 games, classic games from PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PSP, time limited game trials, and PS3-slash-PS4 game streaming. So, I will tell you this. I've talked about this. Like I think I talked about this on one of the last episodes. That was like the main feature. Yes, it was the PlayStation Plus Essential program. You know, is just the regular, you know, uh, run of the mill thing. Um, PlayStation Plus Premium is going to be a really great thing for big PlayStation fans. Do I think that? It is going to be something that is going to win over. Um, do I think it is something that is going to win over uh, people of like Xbox? N- n- I do not think so. I agree. Uh, and the reason why I say this, um, a lot of people are probably going to take this like I'm an Xbox fanboy by saying this, but I'm not. I'm a I'm a f- I'm a fan of games and the services that are offered to there us. You go. Now. When it comes down to Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Plus Premium, they are in two completely different services. Completely different. PS3 games are available via cloud streaming. Cloud streaming. I don't want cloud streaming. Mm -hmm. If I am paying for a premium service that is quarterly $119 a year or yearly $119 a year, I want to download these games to my console. I want to be able to play them without the internet, uh, or like, even if it is connected, I don't want it to be streamed to my console. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. can have the best internet in the world. It doesn't mean that that is what I want to do with Xbox. Your, your, yes, your system has to be connected to the service to play games that are through Xbox game pass. Okay. Or connected to the internet. But you can download them, and they don't have to be streamed to your console. You know what I'm saying? It's, yes, 100. percent Totally ridiculous. It's just aggravating because you know it is. It's hard not to compare the services. 100. And I and I believe that you know even you
0: know Xbox Game Pass has like a hundred games or something like that. 100 something like that. Yeah. Um. But what one of the biggest differences, and I don't know if Sony will ever will ever go to this, is. Microsoft, we get we get day one releases of of Microsoft titles and some some AAA titles. Yeah, yeah, you know? day
1: one releases, yeah. and uh, that's another thing too is that they did did say, the, you know, at the beginning of this service, they're not going to be doing like exactly. a PlayStation game is going to be free on there because I'm I'm sure they're looking at it in the perspective of listen, we're doing this PlayStation Plus Premium service, you're you're gonna get um you're gonna get your additional games every month. You're going to get, you know, the catalog of classic games for PlayStation 1, PS2, and PSP. Th- thousand plus games. Which bro. is great. Um, you're going to be able to get limited time game trials. Uh, you're going to be able to cloud stream games on PS3 mm. uh, or PS3 games on your PS5 or whatever. Cloud stream layer. <laughs> you would bring up layer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then also the fact that you know there's a, a library of PS4 and PS5 games 400 games yeah 100% so that's, that's yeah. a huge library it, it that's great it is a huge library but it, it does th- that is something that pops in my head it's hard for me not to pop pop that in my head um, because it's like it it is something that that you know really means something to me being able to download absolutely. the game directly absolutely you know what I'm saying? Now I does say this offer uh, offers cloud streaming accessibility, blah, blah blah blah. Where PlayStation Now is currently available, customers can stream games using PS4, PS5, and PC. So, which is good, which is cool. So, if you're a PC player, you know it's not even a reason for you to get a console. You know, you get this it's PlayStation really Plus Premium service. You know, all these PS5 games, from from my understanding, there's going to be a lot of them that are going to be bringing to PC. So what's the point of getting a console? 100%. If you uh, have a PC and it can run everything, ain't no need. Ain't no need. So, uh, the last thing, uh, for us to really talk about today is the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase has been dated for June 12th and completely ignores the fact that E3 has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so these, these topics have been sourced, uh, through VG 24, So definitely make sure to check them out. um, but there's some really big things that are going on right now with Bethesda. Anyways, I gotta say this: they they, you can play Elder Scrolls Arena, uh, Elder Scrolls, um, I think Morrowind, mm-hmm. um, and a few other games um, for free on Steam right now. Yes, you can. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you haven't played any of those games, what's wrong with you? You should be playing them uh, because, or you should at least. Take your time out and play Morrowind because Morrowind is, you know, as a foundation of greatness ahead. It is very much so. But um, so uh, the games that you can actually play on, I think, uh, right now are Elder Scrolls Arena, Elder Scrolls 2 Daggerfall uh, and Wolfenstein Enemy Territories, which Enemy Territories was a multiplayer game. Yes, it was. Um, But you can get some of these other games for real cheap on um really really cheap right now um for only like $5.99 you can get uh uh a Le- Elder uh, Elden Scrolls Legend Battle Spire and you can also get Elder Scrolls Adventures Redguard, which Redguard was another game you can get that for $5.99 you can get the Elder Scrolls online for 70% off which is $5.99 as well and Morrowind is cheap but what's crazy to think about is today is morrowind's 20th anniversary mm-hmm. it's been 20 years since more released which yeah. is nuts it is nuts so crazy um so this is the big topic at hand right here okay so bethesda um and xbox uh, bolts i'm gonna hand it to you for a second what 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 are you excited for this is going to be happening june 12th this is a big deal it is a big deal it is it's a huge deal and, you know, mainly for the fact
0: that E three is canceled and, and Xbox and Bethesda is like, let's do our thing. Um, of course, I, the the big deal everybody is going to want is Elder Scrolls Six, which you're not going to get. So we can yeah. we can truly X nay on that. Um, and of course, my thing is Starfield. Um, we should we we should most likely see, in my opinion, a good handful of something coming out of that. Um, the game is supposed to release that later this year. So we should get a good bit of of gameplay footage of 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 some some details of something of what's going to happen. Um, maybe a small bit of a story. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I really don't care if they release a story or anything. I want to see gameplay footage. I want to I want to see exactly what we're looking at uh, because that's been a big thing since we went to E3 many excuse me many moons ago. Um as far as anything else goes <laughs> starfield is my that thing That was 3 years ago yeah bro
1: many 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 what moves the up. heck
0: yeah dude yeah um you, you know back in uh back in 22 uh, 2022 20, back in 2020 um the last uh, sh- uh showcase that um X- xbox did in 2020 they released a small little mm, nip clip of fable which i don't think we'll see anything we may see a, another small little clip um, but I doubt it. Um, I know fans are probably expecting to see something of that. Um, I don't think you will, or we might. Uh, you know, but it's 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 kind of up in the air at that point. But as far as anything else goes, Bethesda, Microsoft. Um, if they show something with Fable, I'll be ecstatic, or you know, and I'll be surprised at the same time. I do want to see more into Starfield, um, and of course, since I'm a big Elder Scrolls Legends guy, I wish they would bring that shit back. I'm just saying, I, you know, they're not going to. Um, it ain't happening. It, man. It, it, it ain't happening. But um, well, it it, su- that sucks. It but. does because because you know, <coughs> I, I joined the group on Facebook and it's it, it's a huge following. that We still play it. Um, but as far as anything else goes, I can't really think of anything. Bes- besides, no news on Elder Scrolls. You'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, an in-depth look at Starfield. Uh, Microsoft may bring something that's f- fable and whatever else, any of the many, many, many uh, uh, companies that Microsoft owns, they'll bring something that
1: will w- we'll get some shocks and surprises, I think. Yeah. Some good shocks. Um, well, you know, uh, <sighs> I am very, very hopeful for this. Um, I'm not going to be a worrisome busybody that's freaking out about things or whatever and thinking, oh my God, we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't right. know this and that, blah, 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 blah. Um I, I definitely think that we're gonna see like the the first real gameplay reveal of Starville. Mm-hmm. No question. Uh we're gonna see a release date. Or well there already is a release date. Yep. You know, sorry. It's coming out uh November eleventh yes. of this year. Yes. Um but we're gonna see like the first real gameplay uh June twelfth. No question. And it's probably going to just shock and awe us. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't been watching Into the Starfield, you definitely should watch it. 100%. No question. Um, The newest episode talks about the um, music, which is done by... um, Oh, God. What's his name? Of course I would forget his name. It's a very strange name. Hold up! I know it. I, I'm pulling up the article right now. Um, Ion Zur. yes, it sounds like an evildoer name. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but you know Ion Zur, he was uh, he did the music for um, he I think he helped with with Skyrim, but he also did the main music for Fallout Four. Yes, um, did many other games for Bethesda, um, but. He talks about in this video. He says Starfield is uh, the most ambitious product project that I have ever worked on. It's vast, uh, and it's a game about a vast place. But more than anything else, it's uh, bravely asking big questions, f- uh, philosophical questions, and important questions that usually that usually people don't bother or dare to ask. So that's what the composer had to say yeah. about the game. So we can only we can only like stop and think of what you know the entirety of this game is actually about. Pretty sure my daughter's knocking on the door, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I know for a fact we will see that game. Um, something that uh, wouldn't surprise me. Would uh, be you know big talk about Activision yeah. and the merger because the Activision um, the Activision board of directors did approve the full acquisition um, uh, that Microsoft did just recently. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if we saw some type of you know Activision game. Um, that's going to be exclusive or maybe even see the first um, gameplay for Modern Warfare 2. You know, I keep forgetting that Microsoft owns all these damn companies. Yeah. There's so you know, they many. They own everything. <laughs> Another thing that we're, we're not, you know, I'm not going to get overexcited about, of course, but, um, you know, Overwatch 2 yeah. um, is, is coming out. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw that. One thing that I haven't really heard a lot of people talk about, I mean, I've seen a couple of people predicting it, Um, but Redfall,
0: you know, Redfall set for the summer,
1: uh, Redfall is supposed to be coming out from arcane studio. It's a, you know, open world multiplayer shooter that's like vampires and all this other stuff. So, um, I definitely think we're going to see that. And, you know, there's always the normal thing with Bethesda. You know, you, you think about doom, you think about, you know, elder scrolls. Blah, 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 blah. I don't think we're going to see Elder Scrolls. Uh, no question. No. I don't think Elder Scrolls will even release until 2024. You know, I, and that's at the earliest. Um, but I will tell you this. I want to tell you a game that I want to be showcased. I'm going to tell you a game that I can only hope and pray is pretty far along in development. And it is Indiana Jones. Oh, uh, yeah. You'll see something. Okay. Like that. So Indiana Jones is a, a, a Xbox exclusive that is being done by Bethesda, but it's also being done by machine games. So um, it is, it is just think about this for a second. It is going to be, you know Indiana Jones, with Bethesda Machine Games it will be executively produced by Todd Howard in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. Yeah, it's 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 going to be
0: it's going to be huge, man. So,
1: this is a this is a big thing to, to me cuz I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm, I'm going to be just like everybody else and say, you know, the last film was not the best. I'm sure the next Indiana Jones film is hopefully going to be somewhat better. You know, it's been pushed off but and delayed, but the classic Indiana Jones movies, yeah. Some of the greatest oh, yeah. films of all time. Absolutely. You know, no no question. But Indiana Jones is I'm pretty sure uh, pretty far along in development. You know, cuz I mean, machine games ain't got nothing else going on. No. Nope. You know, we're not going to see we're not going to see another Wolfenstein game no. right now. It,
0: that, that's what's kind of really cool about Microsoft purchasing all these companies, that they have so much in the works that these companies can focus on their
1: one game that they're building. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. So, I man, I hope. <laughs> I hope that we see Indiana Jones. Because, you know, last year, we didn't hear nothing. Nope um and uh well i mean we we heard something you know the game was announced last year right? yeah like i hope that we get more news because it was literally just like a clip hey this game is being made blah 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 that's it um but definitely that's that's on my rick that's that's what i that's want. on your radar that is what i want you yeah. want them to show off some something <laughs> give me give me give me just like him cracking a whip and it like pops up with the logo right. and it's like coming out twenty twenty three and
0: and I do you think I hope they have their own standalone story with it?
1: Yeah, I think so. They, I think they, so. Yeah, they,
0: and I hope they do. I hope they yeah, don't because do, it's working with Lucas Films. So I, right, and I, I just don't. I just. I, because I, I think it'll be great. Because of course they'll take aspects from Uncharted, from the new re- revamped t- Tomb Raider and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as as long as they have their own standalone story with it, I think it'll really set a bar.
1: Now, what's going to be really cool too is like if they don't do it as like a linear game, and they uh, like they do it as like a maybe like a linear game and somewhat mm-hmm. open world game, like not too open world. Right, right. You don't want. I mean, you don't want it to be gigantic, but you know, like. Do that cool stuff of you going and like digging up treasures and, you know, fighting off crazy things. I just hope we don't like get the game and it's like, oh, there's aliens, you know, like, well, bro, listen, let me tell you something. I'm telling you (laughs) right now in that, that last movie, that was awful, bro. When up until that point, Mm -hmm. I was like, it's all right. You know, it's, it's okay. But I saw the crystal skull and i was like okay that it is what it is but i never in my wildest (laughs) dreams ever thought that he was gonna like connect it and then aliens were gonna like fly off in a ship through an aztec temple never i would have thought maybe the alien just disappear or something like that cool but like this gigantic ufo just flies off and i'm like okay bro like (laughs) who came up with this idea for this movie? Like Jesus Christ! I remember that it ruined the whole movie for me. I yeah. remember walking out of the theaters and this dude with this this hat, like he literally looked like he just jumped right out of like one of the original you movies. know movies. Yeah. He had this like straight bald cap and like these glasses, and he, he walks out and he was like, "Man, that was fucking awesome!" And I looked at him, and I was like, "Are you joking?" <laughs> And he just looked at me. I was like, it was fucking horrible. And I turned around and just walked off. I was so mad. It ruined my whole day. I went and got in the car and just drove <laughs> off. I was like, what the fuck was that? You know, like, um, oh, God, it was so bad. The Ru- like the whole Russian chick and all. Ugh. What an awful movie. I would rather watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation in 4K. Oh. <sighs> Then watch that movie. And that and Annihilation was shit uh-huh. awful. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
0: You know, it's funny. Anything with Annihilation has been pretty bad movie. Doom and Alana, Annihilation. It was.
1: Listen to me. <laughs> don't get me started on that movie. Because that was not even a Doom no, film. What know. the fuck was that? But I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Something that, you know, we were talking about Xbox and Bethesda and stuff. And, like, recently, um, I'm having this, like... Constant urge to re-download Doom Eternal, like go play it. Constant bro. urge, you play because it because I, you know, I updated everything on my computer, right. and um, the other day Bethesda announced that you can transfer your Bethesda.net games yes. over to Steam. Yes. So I'm doing that, and I go to Bethesda.net, and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. You know, with the games that I've got, I've got all these soundtracks. You know, so I download, you know, Doom soundtrack and download Doom uh um eternal soundtrack and then I download the ancient right. soundtrack right which has Andrew Hustle on yes, it which is a real good friend and an amazing guy amazing artist let me say that like one of like great 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 one of the best guitarists you'll listen to but um and like while I've been doing stuff i like I've re downloaded it all and downloaded it on my phone and, set it as a ringtone or something like that, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen to it. And I'm listening to it, and I ended up making a TikTok about it of how I was like, this shit just hits different. And yeah. so, you know, like, Doom Eternal, he's he's like, you know, um, through all the wickedness that mankind uh, has yeah. has done, yeah. you know, we will send only you. Rip and tear until it's done. It's like... <laughs> and you just listen to it, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm like, uh, I'm thinking about it now. That's the one thing that is really big about Bethesda too is that they don't they don't just take in a, uh, into consideration like gameplay mechanics and graphics and all that stuff. They take in the overall perspective, the the experience. Yeah. So, bro, like for instance, um, you know, Skyrim, the song Ancient Stones. Mm-hmm. You know, I can listen to the Skyrim album. From start to finish, from 5 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night, I'd just be like, oh, my God, this music is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, Fallout 3 and Fallout 4, yep. you know, the, the soundtracks for those yes. games are just unbelievable. You know, then you think about, you know, some of the other stuff. And you, it, like, now on Spotify, you can go and listen to the um, the Starfield um showcase you remember last year yes. they did that music yep. for starfield you can listen to that and you and i just i get so excited for starfield just listen to that music like oh my god i'm gonna be traveling in fucking space listening to this crazy ass music going planet to planet hopefully they said it's the biggest game they've ever made hopefully it's gonna be something to where you can like travel planet to planet and like do all this exploration and side quests I got goosebumps and I have it's like it's like exciting and nervous goosebumps because you're sitting there thinking you can only hope that is it is that type of experience that like Skyrim was because Skyrim was just like this mega hit yes that of course for some reason has been remade over and over and over thousand times
0: and the biggest thing about it is is we want them to exceed our expectations yeah they we really do yeah but
1: I mean they've been working on Starfield for a while yep so we can only hope. But anyways, guys, yeah, episode 335 is now wrapped. Make sure to check us out at Centaleaks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over here at CineLinks. Y'all do good work over there. We y'all, try. Y'all really do. Least, y'all you you really know, do. I, don't, I haven't been doing much because of this whole, you know, man, like, I'm the big dog now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, it's funny because I, I, I'm part of y'all's little
0: group chat on Facebook. Yeah. And I see everybody but Caleb. I'm like, come on, Caleb. Get the program, yeah. And then I'm
1: like, I pop in there and I'm like, I post an article. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like content creation is definitely coming back. Yes. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot more videos and opinion pieces and stuff like that. I'm going to give my predictions for the Xbox Bethesda uh, presentation soon on, on our YouTube page, which is youtube.com forward slash second opinion podcast. Um, but it feels good to be back, Bolts. Hey, feels good to be back. And Bolts is going to. Guess st- who's back? He is going to stay on top of me. Yes, I will. You know yeah, we're going to do this every week. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. All right.
0: It's good to be back. It's good to be back, man. All
1: right. Whatever. I love you was that fun yeah that was fun this was
0: another opinionated episode of the second opinion podcast check out the podcast on anchor fm spotify itunes and cine also check out our youtube channel youtube.com forward slash second opinion podcast for tons of gaming content coming soon